Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it. But before we do, I just want to quickly apologize for not having an episode last week. Bit of a hectic week with everything going on uh, in wrestling and non-wrestling. Um, but yeah, absolutely rest in peace to Terry Funk and uh, Bray Wyatt. The news hit pretty much right before I was going to record last week, and I just didn't feel uh, right doing it. And um, yeah, sometimes you just have to... Uh, not do certain things and just take a day off, and that's exactly what I did. But let's get right down to it this week. Starting with AEW Rampage, we have for the International Championship, Orange Cassidy defends against Aaron Solo. This, by the way, was the uh, go-home before All-In. Solo at one point hid behind Harley Cameron on the outside, so Orange did his best, did his orange kicks to her. Then later on, as Orange was getting ready for the orange punch, Harley started singing in his face to distract him. She then enters the ring to try and attack Orange with her boot, but the referee catches her. A bit of back and forth until Orange is able to hit the orange punch on Solo and the beach break for the pin. We have a sit-down interview with Jim Ross sitting down with QT Marshall and ask him what is next after he won the Triple A Latin American Championship. QT says it's time for him to get the respect that he's earned, and he puts the he puts the pro in pro wrestling. He went off uh, about how he's not being utilized, and his mom can't even hold a QT action figure because they don't have them. But you could order 150,000 Excalibur figures. Speaking of QT Marshall, we go to the ring where he defends the Latin American Championship against Gravity. Marshall's gimmick is pretty much that he comes out, he speaks Spanish with Mexican-inspired graphics and gear. Johnny TB joins commentary for this as well putting him over and then QT gets the pin after hitting a pop-up diamond cutter and the dirt sheet driver to retain in his first defense we get a quick video from the dark order showing that the new attitude and then luchasaurus defends rent jones extremely quickly after hitting a choke clam and a forearm to the back of the, the neck uh no christian and no tnt title here as a crowd chanted where's your title at luchasaurus we see christian was in the back though watching on while holding on to the title and in the main event soraya and tony storm of the outcast defeated dr Britt baker dmd and hikaru shida ruby soho kept interfering on the outside until chris Statlander ran out and took her to the back the finish came with soraya holding onto the referee's leg as Britt was trying to do the stomp during all this tony spray painted shida in the face and shida took out baker by accident as soraya followed with the nightcap on baker for the pen and the win soraya and tony both Begrudgingly shared holding a women's title as we saw how that played out at All In. We go to Impact Wrestling and before the Impact Champagne, Singh defeated Rush Jones after hitting a Cobra Clutch Slam. Singh gets on the mic after and talks trash about Chicago until PCO comes out and takes him out. As this bleeds right into the main show where PCO takes out Singh and Shara as well as some of the workers that were ringside. He ended up diving onto Singh through a table on the outside and then Bully Ray shows up on the screen and says that the real person he wants to put through a table is himself. But that won't happen as he is not leaving his hotel room today because he is worried about his safety and PCO could never find him. Bully Ray will take out PCO one day, he says, as PCO runs out looking for Bully Ray. On the main show, uh, Trinity defeated Jody Threat in a non-title match after hitting her new sit-out driver finisher in a pretty good opener as Deanna Peraza was watching on. Diener defeated Laredo Kid after hitting the antidote. Diener cut a promo on Eric Young after saying that Diener is now the design, and he says how this story ends and challenges Young to a notice qualification match at Emergence. This was the show right before the Emergence pay-per-view. We had a funny 90s internet-style video for Johnny Swinger ahead of his digital media title shot. PCO was in the back screaming for Bully still looking for him. The ABC defeated the Good Hands after they hit the Artifinesse fold combo on Jason Hotch as Chris Bay gets the pin. We see a pretty funny video for Yu Yu Ramora and Joe Henry done in like a movie trailer style. And if you haven't seen their entrance at Emergence, definitely check it out. They now go by Joya, this new tag team here with a coordinated uh, dance and routine coming to the ring. I absolutely love it. Probably one of my favorite entrances in wrestling. Chris Sabin defeated Samurai Del Sol, the former Kalisto, finally making his debut after getting attacked a couple weeks ago. He has a match here where Chris Sabin hits the Cradle Shock on him to get the, the uh, victory here and a pretty good matchup for these two. I'm pretty surprised that Samurai Del Sol hasn't shown up more. I know he had one appearance on AEW at one time, but yeah, he hasn't really been uh, using, you know, been used much since uh, leaving WWE. 
We have another part of the Tom Hannafin and Crazy Steve interview where Steve asked him, asked Tom for his help to carry his meshes and said that he's tired of being abandoned and forgotten. And if he can't be the antidote to the evil, he will be the plague. As Tom says, he's hurting his hand as Steve kept holding onto it while screaming. Tom then asked for help as Steve starts destroying the site and attacking the stagehands while spilling some black goo in his face. Uh, this is a pretty interesting turn after last week he was talking about um how like his mom committed suicide and whatnot a lot of issues in his family and now he's kind of having this crazy persona here it kind of reminded me of like the old jim ross uh mick foley mankind interviews that he's had back in the day in wwf we see pco has finally found his way to the hotel screaming and looking for billy ray but billy ray is not there and in the main event here for the Impact World Championship, Alex Shelley defends against Brian Myers after hitting the slice bread into the Border City stretch as Meyer eventually taps out. Moose and Bully Ray ran out after the tack out Shelley, so Bully Ray did show up here. Josh Alexander Kushida ran out for the save before we cut to the back where we see that Leo Rush has taken out Chris Sabin. On Ring of Honor and Honor Club, the Dark Orders, Alex Reynolds and Evil Uno and John Silver defeated Dalton Castle and the boys in a trios match. Good quick moving match here until the Dark Order hit the fatality on one of the boys as Silver gets the pen. Lexi Nair was backstage with Athena and Billy Starks as Athena forces Lexi and Billy to put on these shirts. Lexi says Athena's bestie while Billy's shirt says that she's a minion. Kara Hogan defeated Lady Frost in a very quick match after hitting a neckbreaker bridge. Matt Seidel defeated Serpentico after hitting the lightning spiral, but Serpentico definitely hung in there in this match. Lexi Nair was backstage with Stokely Hathaway who had his arm in a sling who said that he had earned his respect after last week when he teamed up with Samoa Joe to take on the boys. But Lexi said that nobody respects him and gives him the mic and just leaves as Dopley's uh, right there kind of like confused. And he uh, said he was just about to ask Lexi to go out to TGIFs and use Tony Khan's credit card. Layla Hirsch defeated Layla Gray to battle the Layla's here. Maria Canales came out again to watch Hirsch in this match. And Hirsch comes out. She wins pretty easily here after hitting a right angle slam into the cross arm breaker as Layla Gray taps out. Blake Christian defeated Brandon Cutler, who was accompanied by Cole Cabana, who was dressed just like Cutler, um, filming the match as well with the same type of colors and everything, pretty much playing the role that Cutler plays when he's with the Young Bucks. And Cabana making his return here in Ring of Honor, but it should be noted that this match was taped along with Dynamite and not Collision. Interesting match here uh, with their styles as Christian hits a springboard 450 to get the pin. Athena and Billy Starks teaming up here defeated the Renegades. The story of the match was Athena was giving orders to Billy on what to do. Athena kept using Billy as a weapon by powerbombing her and slamming her onto the Renegades. They hit the O-Face and Swanton dive back to back as Billy gets the pin and Athena is not too happy about this as she wanted to get the pin. Athena kept attacking the Renegades after and told Billy to attack them, but she didn't. She just walked away. We have a Ring of Honor World Championship Proving Ground match as Claudio Castagnoli defeated Ryan Nemeth. Nemeth came out with a mic and said that it's Hunk Appreciation Night and kept telling the fans to chant, thank you, hunk, thank you, hunk, pretty much in the same cadence as the CM Punk chants. But they started ch chanting CM Punk instead. So he challenged any world champion to come out. But when Claudio comes out, he says, never mind, he wasn't talking about him. But as soon as the bell rings, Claudio puts Nemeth in the giant swing, followed by the European uppercut for the very, very quick win. In the main event here, Jack, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. defends the New Japan World Television Championship against Christopher Daniels. Very good match here with Sabre stretching out Daniels until he submits. And they mention how because of his win against Tony Nese, Metalik will get a title shot next week against Zack Sabre Jr. We go to MLW Fusion as the second gear crews, one, one called Manders and Matthew Justice defeated the Samoan SWAT team and Delirious and the mysterious man known as Talon, which is a new member of the calling here in a three-way tag team match here. Justice gets the pin on Delirious after a power slam from Manders off the top rope, followed by a splash from Justice. Not sure the identity of this one Talon, but if anybody knows, please let me know. We find out what those mysterious videos have been that they've been teasing recently, and it is a partnership between MLW and New Japan Pro Wrestling that will start September 3rd at the Fury Road pay-per-view, and they announced that Kushida will debut on that show 
representing New Japan, to face Tony Deppen. We have a scramble match here. Willie Mack defeated the debuting Love Dog. Nolo Kitano also making his debut, who's been in House of Glory recently. Uh, Ken Broadway, who's also in House of Glory. O'Shea Edwards in a really fun match here after Mack hit Broadway with a top rope splash for the win in this five-way. And in the main event here is supposed to be Akira versus Jacob Fatu, but it starts with Akira in the ring talking trash about Fatu. Fatu comes out. They end up brawling on the outside with chairs. They finally get into the ring as the bell rings. But it ends within a minute when the calling interferes here as a referee throws this match out. Ricky Shane Page comes out and takes out Fatu with a barbed wire bat as they will be having a Weapons of Mass Destruction match at Fury Road. We go to Women of Wrestling Superheroes. Exile defeats Jennifer Flores and the Bully Busters in a six-woman tag team match with Ice Cold pinning Kata Rush after leaping over Exodus with a flying elbow drop. Foxy Fierce and Candy Crush defeated G.I.J. and the Disciplinarian after Crush knocks out Disciplinarian with a right hook. Americana and Spring Break 24-7 defeated Fury, Holiday, and Siren the Voodoo Doll after Americana hit a top rope moonsault on Fury for the pen. In a main event for the Women of Wrestling Tag Team Championship, a Falls Count Anywhere match, the Tonga Twins defeated Miami Sweet Heat at the hit of a Tonga Twist on Lori Carlson on a stack of steel chairs to finally become the Women of Wrestling Tag Team Champions. NWA Power was pretty much a recap of the NWA 75 Night 1 pay-per-view, so it shows some of the matches including Zion defeating Jordan Clearwater, Maxie and Paley defeated Kenzie Page to become the Women's Television Champion, as well as Matt Cardona defeated Ricky Morton. I'm pretty sure they said that the next couple of shows will be recap shows as well. NXT Level Up had Hank Walker and Tank Ledger defeated Tyreek Igwe and Ty- Tyson DuPont, with Walker getting the pin on Igwe after him and Tank hit a power slam tackle combo. Kiana James defeated Kaya Saint, Saint making her debut here. She gets interviewed before the match and said that she's educated and calculated, and she is also a registered nurse and state champion track star in triple jump. Kiana, though, hits the 401k, followed by the knee drive to the face to Kaya to get the win, but I was pretty impressed here with Kaya Saint. Um... More of a wrestling than her promo. She definitely needs a little bit more work on the mic. But her ring-ring definitely um, was impressive for her first showing here. In a main event here, Scripps defeated Dante Chen. Scripps with a little bit of a different look here with his gear as he comes out with Bronco Nima and Lucian Price in his corner. Um, they definitely need some sort of team name. Not sure. Some sort of gang-affiliated name, I guess, with his uh, history here that we found out about Scripps. Price and Nima cause a bit of a distraction to Chen as Scripps follows this by hitting a handspring right into the cutter. Uh, very impressive here move to get the pin. On WWE main event, Ricochet defeated Riddick Moss after hitting a slice bread for the pin, and Natalia defeated Nikki Cross by submission with the sharpshooter. They also added 10 episodes of WWE Championship Wrestling to the WWE Network slash Peacock from February to May of 1981. Uh, if you want to hear more from me, uh, obviously Collision Course um, from last week and this week. Uh, last week we spoke uh, in depth about the passings of Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt, and I spoke a little bit more on that as well on Up Next, as me and B Detroit have been filling in the last couple weeks for What Up Next. So check those out if you want to hear uh, more from me. Uh, But if you want to hear more from me here on Shot in the Dark, you can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. (laughs) 